Hey folks, it's Carl at Sterling Health and Fitness and thanks for watching. So today we're bringing you a story of, of success, a story about a journey to health. And to speak with us today is my friend, and she also happens to be Mrs. New York America, my friend Jessica Lahr. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carl. Always Thank good you. to see you. You too. So you went through a transformation over the past few years. I did. And to me, this is a very inspiring story, and I appreciate you taking this time to share with people because, you know, first of all, one thing that I find as a trainer is that uh, whether people are working with me or not, a lot of people have this sense of, let's say, hopelessness, mm -hmm. or it's too late, or I'm not worth it, or I can't do it, mm -hmm. I don't believe in myself, it's not possible for me to attain the phys physique that I want or the level of health I want and fitness. And so, the reason I want to talk with you is because you went through this, this amazing transformation. Thank you. Thank you. And this kind of a message can really affect a lot of people. It can inspire mm -hmm. them. I know you inspire me. Oh, and so, thank you. And you me. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And so, going back, I wonder if you could tell us where did you start a few years ago um, what was your situation? Oh my goodness. What was going well, on? Seven years ago, I had my first child, okay. my son Colby, and um, through that pregnancy, I had gained so much weight, and I was already a little bit heavier than I had normally been mm -hmm. before I got pregnant. Um, I remember stepping on the scale after I had him, and I don't remember the exact number, um, but it was close to 200 pounds, I mean within a few pounds. And I just remember going, oh my gosh, and stepping off the scale in shock. And, and, and I'm interjecting, you're not like six foot four or anything, No, right? I'm five six, so, right, so just five six. Right, so five six, 200 pounds, that's, yeah. that would be on the heavier side, right? You were, yeah. weren't feeling the best? No, and so yeah. like you had said, I was just in this place. I very much related to what you've just said. Mm -hmm. um, I was, new, you know, my hormones were crazy. I was battling a very private and secret depression that no one knew about because I was ashamed that I was in this, you know, I had this brand new amazing little baby boy and he's he was the light of my life, but I really struggled with this new identity. Um, I felt, um, for the first time I stopped working and bringing anything in financially right. to our home. Um, so I kind of lost who I was and I was unrecognizable, you know, when I looked in the mirror. So uh -huh. it was very, you know, I felt insignificant and um, I, I didn't know how to come out of that. I'd never experienced that before. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I know there are a lot of people who get into those funks, you know, they're in a, uh, they're sad, they're depressed, sometimes mm -hmm. they hide it, sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. um, so what was, was there like a catalyst for you that just caused you to take some action, whether it be eating differently or exercising? I mean, how did you get started? Was there a cause, a factor that caused you? Um, you know, I, people always ask me, what, what was the moment that you, you know, what happened? Mm -hmm. And I don't, remember there being one pivotal moment that made me want to transform. I just remember all these little things just eating away at me and just, I remember crying in dressing rooms, you know what I mean? Just going to buy clothes and just like, I didn't know what size to pick and I picked the size that was, you know, the biggest I could find and it wouldn't fit and 
just these all these little things that just ended up getting me to this point where I was like I can't I don't remember what it was but I just remember I'm like I'm gonna start a applying healthier eating habits I'm gonna start trying to exercise again because I was always you know an athlete growing up um, and so I did I started using um, small I started applying smaller portions even with the bad food, right. I didn't completely change the food I ate. I just did smaller portions. Mm -hmm. And then I started exercising. And I remember getting on our elliptical machine and doing 10 minutes and being exhausted. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is sad. And so each day I would say, okay, I'm going to add, or every couple of days, I'm going to add a minute. So I would add a minute and I'd do mm -hmm. 11 minutes. And then the next day I would either do 11 minutes or 12 minutes, you know, to see where I was at. And I'd try to push myself that way. And that's really where I yeah. started. Well, actually, that's really interesting because, you know, we have a couple different personality types out there. Um, some people can go radical and just change everything. Mm -hmm. They can just, you know, they can stop everything and start a whole new, let's say, dietary lifestyle. Mm -hmm. uh, exercise routine. Other people need to go into uh, a different mode, which involves baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I think whatever works for people is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. They're able to do something. Yeah. So it sounds like then you started on the elliptical and you were adding a minute or two every time. Yeah. 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 That I love this that. Is that's a slow process. <laughs> I mean, that's a great way to uh, take an approach to exercise where. You know, you're thinking, well, they say exercise for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever, and you, you're thinking, well, I just can't do that. So mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you can't do 10 minutes and at least get started. Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of us, just getting started is the key. Yeah. So yeah. what did you feel like when you started exercising? I mean, so you do 10 minutes and you're exhausted, but was there anything that happened afterwards that were you feeling good that you did it? I mean, did you want to do more? Yeah, immediately you're glad that you just did it. Uh -huh. um, you're doing it and you don't want to be doing it and then you feel good. Um, but then you don't want to do it the next day. I didn't want to do it the next day, but I thought, if I don't just do it, I'm not going to ever do it. So <laughs> I just forced myself. And I would say it took me about two weeks of forcing myself mm -hmm. before I started loving it and really craving that exercise. And I and then I started applying healthier food options and, uh -huh. and uh -huh. you know integrating healthier food options into my daily meals and snacks. And I didn't really know how to. I never had to watch what I ate, but that was important. So once I started incorporating healthier foods, uh -huh. I started feeling better, you know, mentally, physically, sure. emotionally. Um, so that brings me to another question I'd like to ask you. So if you don't mind sharing with us, how much weight did you lose? I've lost 70 pounds. Whoa. But pounds. I know you have two. Which Actually, is it's the amazing. same exact number, yes. but um, <laughs> That's kind of neat, though, that we both have Yeah, it was a process. But um, So, you know, I didn't get 70 pounds heavier overnight or yeah. in a month or even in a year. So I didn't lose it in a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was a process for you, right? Oh, yeah. It took... It took me between my two pregnancies, so my sons were born two years apart. Uh, I had lost 35 pounds um, after my first son was born, and then I got pregnant again. And so it was after that pregnancy that I had lost 
and gotten back to where I am now. Okay. Um, so it took, and that took me close to three years. Mm -hmm. You know, it was over two years um, that I had been where I, I was feeling good and, and wasn't sure if I would lose anymore. And then I happened to lose, you know, 15 more pounds after that. But, um, yeah, so it's been a total of 70 pounds. It took me three years, basically, to do that. So it was a slow process. <laughs> so now, it wasn't instant. So this process, um, did it involve continual changes in your exercise and in your dietary lifestyle? Like, what, what were some progressions you were doing in each of those areas? Well, I started doing at-home workouts, mm -hmm. um, and then I started doing classes. One of my girlfriends here in Geneva teaches classes, and so I started doing different, like, kick cardio, kickboxing, and, and different stuff. things. Tabata, I think, was one that we did. Um, a little spike little bit of yoga. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, I, I really liked that because then, you know, you have camaraderie amongst other people and there's just, you know, you build that, those relationships with other people that are also attaining the same goals um, as far as health and fitness goes and my eating habits. So, and then I met you, which was a blessing because I'm on this amazing journey and I just needed to be pushed and I think your approach is different than anything I've ever done. So I really like you know, the way that you work out and the corrective exercises and things that you mm. do. It's powerful stuff. I, I, well, I appreciate working with you. Oh, thank um, you. She puts a lot in these workouts. <laughs> she doesn't skimp lot, right? on anything. There's a lot, she puts in a lot, so she also gets a lot out of them, which, you know, thank you. Yeah, I'm really proud of the, what you've done in your workouts. Thank it's amazing. You. Um, so we're talking about gradual progress uh, changing up your routine, exercising, doing different things, different mo modalities, mm -hmm. um, then continual changes in diet. I mean, you're yeah, dialing I mean, in on what works for you. How did yeah, that happen? even even now, um, more recently, I've changed my diet. But um, just trying to like stop eating at night—that was one of the ones right in the beginning. Stop eating. You know, I'm one that loves sweet and savory, so I want popcorn and ice cream. <laughs> I want french fries and chocolate. Um, that is, I mean, talk about a double whammy. It's just not good. So that was really hard for me to stop eating and snacking in front of the TV at 10.30 at night. What did you do to control that? I would go to bed earlier. <laughs> hey, whatever works, right? I had to, yeah. Whatever works. And then, you know, I stopped doing that and then just adding more vegetables and fruits into my diet. More protein, less refined carbs mm. and sugars. Good point. And I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I'll just interject for one second. One thing Absolutely. we know is, and there are studies on this and it's proven, mm -hmm. if you eat real food, for example, real fruit and real vegetables, you're going to get fuller sooner mm -hmm. than if you eat... Uh, Something that came probably out of the center of the grocery store with all the, because yeah. it's preserved. Yeah. And it'll last forever, which means you are ingesting that stuff. Yeah, scary. Um, and a lot of times, those foods are designed to trick our leptin hormone, which is the one that tells our brain that our stomach's full. They're actually mm -hmm. scientifically designed to short-circuit that so that we just keep eating more and then buying more. And it really has led to a serious crisis in our, in our country with overweight and obesity, 
and metabolic syndrome and type 2 diabetes and a lot of other things. So that's great. So you're, you switch more to fruits and vegetables, which will make you fuller faster. <laughs> Plus they have fiber. And there's so many different ways help. to cook them. On the other end, too, I know that's, that's TMI, yes. but it's true. I mean, you do need to be eliminating also. I think yeah. there's, you know, colon cancer is at a very high rate now. So we're not, like, just trying to be funny here. It's actually serious. Mm -hmm. So those are great changes you made. You're so right. And, like, I don't want anyone to think that I don't eat food that probably isn't the best for me. But I think that everything is in moderation, and that's the difference. I love ice cream. I'm not going to stop eating ice cream for the whole rest of my life. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that you have to have a balance, you know, and... It's when you're eating that stuff all the time and you have an occasional mm -hmm. good meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like one good meal isn't yeah. going to make you healthy, but right. if you're eating healthy most of the time, one bad meal isn't going to make you unhealthy or fat. Exactly. Right? So Thank you. That's, that's a good lesson perfect. that you learned. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm curious now, you... You're Mrs. New York America. Yes. Congratulations. Thank and you. And you are competing uh, very soon for uh, September 24th in Las Vegas mm -hmm. for Mrs. America. Yes. Okay, well, seven years ago, was this a thought in your head that you might be doing this? <gasps> and how did this come about? The modeling, mm -hmm. Mrs. New York America, the pageants? You know, I get emotional about it because um, I could have never imagined in my wildest dreams that all of this could have happened since being in that place, you know, and oh, picture yeah. myself in a crying in a dressing room and thinking my childhood dreams of modeling or acting would never come true or and I had never even seen a pageant before competing in in the Mrs. New York America pageant. So I started modeling. I had a friend who um, I was volunteering coaching a cheerleading team and she was the stylist and she pretty much forced me to go to a casting call for a fashion show in Buffalo three and a half years ago and I did and I got in and I couldn't believe it and it was just a little rinky-dink fashion show but it gave me that little ounce of belief I needed um, to pursue my dream of modeling and so since I've been modeling I do commercial acting, commercial modeling um, I mean you're like fashion. in the top ten booked models Last year, I was in the top ten book models for yes. my agency, AMS Modeling Agency, out of Syracuse. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's been an amazing journey. And I had met someone at a charity fashion show who did pageants, and she told the director about me. So the director gave me a call, and I thought it was a scam at first. I said, No, I don't want to do a pageant. I don't know anything about them. I'm not a pageant girl. And. She said, just meet me for coffee. So we met, and she answered all my questions, and I really didn't know. I, I thought about it, prayed about it for about three months, and then I went to the seminar, and there was one woman who spoke, and she just touched my heart. And I just felt this inner pull, like, I just need to do this. Step outside my comfort zone. So I did, and I won, which and is here we just are. crazy. And it was so much fun. That's great. I have... All these new pageant sister friends, and I'm off to Mrs. America, and I cannot believe it. <laughs> that is amazing, though. Well, that brings me to another question I'd like to ask you. So, looking back at where you've been and how far you've come, which is amazing, and where you're going, what advice do you have for for anybody out there at all? Maybe they're, they're maybe they're overweight or just, what's your overall 
message that you want to put out there? Uh, I would say to believe in yourself. I think that so many of us believe in other people more than they can believe in themselves. And it took yeah, someone else true. believing in me before I could believe in myself. But believe in yourself and know that you are worth it, you are worthy, you are enough to be happy, to be healthy for you and your family and the people that love you. Believe in yourself and don't put limits on yourself because you will never know what your full potential is if you don't step outside your comfort zone. Push yourself to do something different. Yeah, so have you brings up a, a thought for me is, do you feel that you've grown as a person as a result of stepping outside of your comfort zone? Probably several times now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you've, you've been stepping, you're stepping out of your comfort zone again in four weeks. You're yes. on Vegas on the stage. Major, 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 yeah. And what's this done for you in your personal growth? Oh, I'm, I'm constantly in this period of growing and, and learning, and I think that if you stay there, you just will never know what can come. Yeah. And I have gone from this place to where I am now because of the people that have helped me along the way. And I've been willing to listen and um, really look inward and um, you know pray and really stay in faith that there is a plan for my life already laid out. And um, the growth has been immense. And I'm just so grateful to all the people that have supported me and my journey over the past three and a half years, and seven years, really, the people that were there before any of this amazing stuff has been happening. Um, and, yeah, I... <laughs> That's a really good message, though. I mean, you're right. When you say that it's easier to believe in other people than in yourself a lot of times. I mean, I was there for decades. Mm -hmm. You know, I have people now who say, wow, look at what you're doing. And, you know, I'm the last one to do my horn. But, you know, it's been a great journey the past few years. But they were seeing this in me 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. But I couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that's really good advice. Why not you, right? Exactly. I, I look at it now when I'm starting to question things. It's like, well, why not me? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people, let's say, who are not as smart or they're not as, I, mean, I don't know, not that I'm that smart, but no, I know what they you're have saying, though, yeah. things that I feel probably would make them more likely, but why, why not me, you know? Yeah. Why not? Yep. And why not you? And you're proving that, so this is really it's inspiring. it's a constant process. And I constantly have to remind myself of that. Yeah. So, Same here. Yeah. And so you've... I also like what you say about staying in that growing zone because, yeah. you know, but well, I sure as heck, I sure as heck hope that I never actually arrive. <laughs> or know it all. And being, yeah, knowing <laughs> it all, like, okay, I do no. know everything now, and I am Mr. Comfortable, there's nothing that can shake my world. I certainly don't want to get there, and I know it's never going to happen. That's the second you will never reach your full potential. Yeah, you're you done. <laughs> yeah, that's the second. Yeah. And it all stops. <laughs> well, this is a great, great story, and I appreciate you taking this time to share because I, th I know you've already touched a lot of people's lives. You're always putting out there to the community, giving to the community. Um, you're one of the busiest people I know. <laughs> it's all good things, though. Yeah, oh, I it's know, yes. It's been such an amazing year, and if I can just say 
I have had the opportunity to work with so many amazing organizations, especially in central New York, um, and in upstate New York, and in downstate too, but it, it's just been such an amazing journey as your Mrs. New York America, and I hope to make, no matter what the results of Mrs. America are, I hope to make all of you proud and to really represent New York. And I just want to say thank you to you for getting me in the best shape I can possibly be. My pleasure. <laughs> And you've Working been wonderful you to work great. with. It's really great for me. Physically and mentally. We so have fun. We have so she much fun. She works hard, but we have fun. My kids love us boxing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be boxing in a few minutes. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, well. Yes, and you're, you're, uh, you are doing a lot for people. You're always helping people. You have a huge heart. And you're very Thank generous, you. very giving. And I know you're going to dominate in Vegas. So, <laughs> I know there's been a lot of uh, discussion on Facebook. Is it going to be televised? Well, we hope there's a stream somewhere. So, yes. if there is, I'll certainly be putting a link up everywhere. Oh, I'll be you, watching. Carl. Thank you. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thanks again so much. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much. And um, just remember believe in yourself. She hit the nail on the head. Step outside of that comfort zone. It could be baby steps, just little things you're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And then do them. You know, it could be get out of bed in the morning and you don't want to exercise because maybe you never have. And it's not that that's wrong, but you want to, but you don't know what to do. Do 10 squats and 10 push-ups. Go take a shower and get on with your day. Yes. That is a baby step. Mm -hmm. Have a good breakfast. Just eat one healthy meal. Mm -hmm. That's a baby step. Yeah. Uh, step outside the comfort zone. Find ways to do it. And remember that if you're not doing it for yourself, some of us, you know, I had trouble doing things for myself. Absolutely. Think about who, who loves you and who cares about you. At least do it for them because they want you to be healthy, happy, yeah. and they want you to be around for a while. So there's a lot more at stake here than we realize a lot of times. We, we can each affect so many lives, either negatively or positively. Mm -hmm. And um, those baby steps, even if it's not for you, could be for the people who care about you. And then yeah. it's a mm -hmm. snowball effect. For the people you care about. Yeah, exactly. Your children, your husband, or wife. Or... Absolutely. Well, thank you again. Thank you, Carol. Thank you for watching. SterlingHealthOfFitness.com. Be sure to check it out. We have lots of information there to help help you know help you to improve the quality of your health and your life. Have a great day. <laughs>